Welcome back to the Rhino Show. I'm Austin. As always, I'm joined by Tal. Hey, y'all. And you know what? It's been a crazy week. There's been a lot of things going on. DeSantis is full DeSantis. Fetterman's missing. Biden's <laughs> laughing at death. CPAC's going on. There's been some interesting videos. Some we won't share on this, but uh, you know what we're talking about. Mechanical and, bulls. Yeah, mechanical bulls. It's, uh, someone took a hard fall on one. That's all we're going to say. <laughs> But before we get too far into this video, rumble this video, share this if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, help us grow. That's the goal here. So first things first, though, DeSantis, what a guy. Um, I think we've made it very clear that uh, we're very pro-Trump 2024. DeSantis is not our guy. So Tal, um, your thoughts on DeSantis kicking Trump supporters out of his book signing? Yeah, um, well, I obviously didn't wear any Trump shirt or you know, gear right now, so I can stay there. So that's good. But um, I think that was absolutely ridiculous. He sent, you know, local authorities. There was one officer that went up to them and was basically saying that they have to leave. And they were like, what? Why? And he was like, oh, like, blah, blah. and they were like, because of what we're wearing? No way. And they're all recording and stuff. It was really funny to see, but I think that that was just ridiculous. Yeah, it was some kind of rent-a-cop. And then they actually called the police and, and they're like, yeah, you got to leave the property. It's like, DeSantis is really kicking Trump supporters out. Let's be real here. DeSantis would be nobody without Trump. Trump made DeSantis. DeSantis yeah. has turned his back on the MAGA movement. He's literally kicking out America First Patriots because they have someone else's name on their shirt. And let, let's be clear here. DeSantis, he let his kids pose in Trump gear not too long ago. So now all of a sudden this man wants to run, whether it's official or not, the guy's doing a tour across the country. It's pretty obvious he's going to run, and now all of a sudden, if you if you have Trump on your shirt, you're the enemy. Yeah, um, I think it's really funny because a lot of people were saying that um, DeSantis could handle the heat like Trump does, and you know take all the attacks from left and from right, whatever. Right, but he couldn't even handle people showing up to his book signing event in Trump gear. So I thought that spoke volumes. Yeah, it did big time because like there's so many other things you could worry about. And you're going to let something Myers, hey, there's like a dozen Trump supporters outside with shirts and flags, and you're going to kick them out. What are they doing exactly? Are they sitting in the parking lot? Yeah. Okay. Is that a crime? No. They were outside of the book signing event, and they didn't even, they didn't say anything mean. They had, I saw one sign. It was like, please, Ron, wait till 28, Trump 2024. It wasn't like, F you, meeple, Ron. Like, <laughs> get out of here. Like, it was It'd be different if they were like, hostile or if they went the full like black lives matter riot route but no they were out there peacefully wearing trump shirts and you're getting them kicked off the property because your ego is so big you think you're the face of the party now when all reality you couldn't even show up to cpac a rhino establishment event where you yeah. probably that would have been your best bet like if you go to any other event you're not getting a good result you didn't even get a good, good result there you you scored 20 percent in the polls really yeah, really true. ron <laughs> the polls were nice to see though not gonna lie yeah Those were it, nice he's in uh what california i believe today or over the weekend he was going to be in california he's been in arizona mm -hmm. he, he's in all these states doing a book tour it's like maybe you should worry about your state because there's obviously things yeah. going on there that need fixed that people say you're a great governor which if you live in florida you like him good for you 
uh, maybe you should worry about Florida not doing a book tour because this all this is is leading up to your presidential campaign where you're going to get blown out of the water, my guy. So it's it's actually a waste of time for you and it's going to hurt your political career down the road. Yeah, I mean, even right now, too, you see a lot of Florida residents, they're even saying Trump 2024 right now. So. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just doesn't make any sense for him. He's not thinking the long game. I get it. His name's hot right now. It's fading. It's been fading for months now. But when you get on a debate stage with Trump, he is going to end you. He's going to eviscerate you. Yeah. Like, you think Meatball Ron is bad? Just wait till you get on a debate stage with him. Like, you're you're going to look stupid. I'm sorry, but you're going to have to walk away and regroup because your political career will be <laughs> done for a while, okay? You're going to be like the next Ted Cruz. You were lying Ted on stage. Yeah, you had a rebound because you had to start siding with Trump and everything because whatever you said didn't matter. Like I personally feel like he doesn't even care though, because at this point we know he's like one of those I could be bought and sold Republicans because of the Soros backing. That's what did it for me. I was like, all right, so nope. <laughs> yeah, Soros, uh, Jeb Bush, Paul Ryan, Mitt Romney. I mean, you got the whole yep. crew together. This is this is your your inner circle, and I'm glad you're in Florida, and I'm not because you can keep those guys down there because you're never going to get to DC. So yeah, I'm really glad that this is all being like put to light though before like this early and before he runs because we needed to see this it's sad though because i'm still seeing people post about like how they want desantis for 2024 like conservatives like our conservative friends and i'm like what the heck (laughs) heck? are are you thinking at all like did did you look into this like do you really care and it's like I, i just don't understand like desantis like and I, I get it. He did good by Florida. You know, he was a good governor um, for the most part. But people need to understand that these politicians, they, they 99% of them switch up on you. Mm-hmm. And you need to be able to accept that. You need to be able to understand it and know that it happens with 99% of these politicians. So they are bought and sold. Yeah, almost every single one of them. So, well, you know, there's a politician recently that got elected. And he's kind of brain dead. His name Which is, one? Um, well, not Biden. He's been there long enough. Uh, John Fetterman, you know, my boy from Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's, Your boy. that's sad to say. Uh, we elected this idiot. He's literally brain dead. I'm not even sure that he's not just like totally dead because I haven't seen anyone like get a video with him or take a picture with him. And apparently he's in the hospital for depression. Yeah. I mean, let controversial take here. I don't. I don't give a damn about your depression. Um, I think there's bigger things to worry about. If you're in there for like medical reasons, like your stroke, okay, then I yeah, I feel bad for you. You're in there for, because you feel upset. Maybe you should be a senator. Okay, maybe maybe you should work somewhere else. Maybe he really is depressed. Maybe it's because he's a puppet now and he has no control over his own life. I don't think he's had control over his life for a while. He, he was brain dead on his campaign. His wife was pulling the strings, and now she fled and went to Canada while he's yeah, sitting yeah. in the hospital. She was she fled so that when stuff goes down, she's nowhere to be found. <laughs> you so can't bad. get me. <laughs> That's so bad. Literally, like we all knew this man was like brain dead. Mm-hmm. His wife puts him in this position, just like they did with Biden and, and Jill Biden. They put this man in this position, and then this man checks into the hospital because he's completely gone. <laughs> and she flees the country and goes to Canada with the family. She's like, see you later. Now, time out. If, 
it wouldn't be me in that position because I wouldn't be in a hospital for depression. Let's just clarify here. But like, you're telling me my wife's going to take the family and flee the country when I'm like down and out of it. Like you can't even come see me. You're going to flee the country. Are you kidding me? Like talk about like a piece of crap wife. Like this is what we're dealing with here. Yeah. I honestly feel bad for Fetterman right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel bad for him because I know he's just a puppet right now, but it's so weird because we don't know what's wrong. We don't know what his treatment is. We don't know if it's working. And one of the biggest words that liberals used up until Biden stole the election was transparency. And have we seen any transparency from any of these people? No, we have not. People have been working behind behind the scenes, lying, deceiving, threatening, accusing, and working with no transparency whatsoever. And we don't know what the heck is going on. That's a senator, you know? Yeah. And now he's signing all these things and backing all these things. And yeah, what a great senator we have in Pennsylvania. You know, I, you know, when you fill out these like emails and you send it to these senators, these congressmen, you typically get a response. It's typically like an automated response, and eventually they'll send a personalized one. You mm-hmm. know, I've sent a couple to all these representatives, senators, everything. I have never received one back from John Fetterman. The only one I have not received one back from man does not do his job. Man is in the hospital. It it just, it it didn't surprise me because I didn't expect anything more from Fetterman, but it's like, you couldn't even get me like the first response. Like you don't have a staffer that can just send an email back, like an automated response. Nothing. That's, that's, that's what we got in Pennsylvania. That's our Senate. Well, the most alive I've ever seen that man was when he was standing right next to my governor, Kathy Hochul. What a witch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I hate those two. Something out of like a horror movie, a witch and Frankenstein. Yeah. That's that's great stuff. Well, from one brain dead individual to the other, Joe Biden. So let me just play, play this clip real quick of Joe Biden laughing at fentanyl deaths. She she was very specific recently saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. (laughs) During the last administration. And then you laugh. You know, I don't find it funny when anyone dies, you know, from a fentanyl overdose. Um, I don't think that's funny at all. I don't care if it's the last administration, this administration. I, I mean, the fact that he has the nerve to laugh is kind of sickening. Yeah, it was heartbreaking to that mo- that mom um, was on the news and she was demanding an apology from him. But it was really heartbreaking to watch because she didn't quite know what to say. She was just kind of like, how could you like basically saying how he's just heartless, like and how she never expected for the president of the United States to be mocking her children's deaths. Like, that's horrible. Yeah, I was watching the video. I almost I was tearing up. I was like almost crying. That's that's awful. That's awful. That's something that you never, obviously you never think you're going to be in that position where you lose your children. But then like Mm -hmm. the fact that that happens and then you're in another position where you're like, this will never happen. The president of the United States, like laughing about your kids dying. Like this is where we're at. Like, you know how she must've felt like already going through the first experience. And then the president literally laughing at it. Like, dude, I understand that there's a reason they don't have you talk, and this is why, because like nobody can defend this. I don't even see liberals defending this. Joe Biden will never apologize for this. He'll blame the previous administration. Meanwhile, he lets the border wide open for more fentanyl than ever to come across, so more people Mm -hmm. die every single day, and it's the largest 
leading death of our youth, you know, 18 to 45 every year now. And he doesn't care. He laughs about it. Well, I just want to figure out how he is the most popular president ever and does not have an ounce of compassion. You are an evil man. And we are talking about fentanyl deaths here and you are playing the blame game over here. What? What in the freaking world? And that mom, I'm so happy that she's smart because she brought up the fact that there has been a 22% increase in fentanyl deaths since his administration. And that's tens of thousands of, of deaths and then twice that amount of parents who are suffering. Yeah. That's that's his fault. So he is not in a place to be laughing at all. No, not at all. And I'm glad that uh, she pointed out that statistic because her voice is going to be the one that gets points across. People that go through this experience, not people like us sitting here talking, people here, mm-hmm. they won't listen. People that go through this experience are the ones that have to get this point across. And I'm glad she's doing that. And I'm glad her voice was heard on the news and, get, and getting this put out there. Cause let's be real here. This is the true Biden. Biden's always been like this. He does, he does not care. So mm-hmm. it's up to people to speak out and find people that do care to make change because Biden, he's going to let these drugs come across. He's going to let fentanyl come across. Matter of fact, the only fentanyl deaths that he would care about is if it happened in Ukraine, because then he'd be sending money to close their borders some more, you know? Yeah. So but, <laughs> he does not care. And it doesn't matter how many deaths are on his hands. He'll try to blame somebody else. Cause he's an expert at the blame game. Yeah. A topic like that was so disgusting to see him be such a freaking idiot about. Yeah. It's one of those things like, we're not asking you to be perfect. We're not, we don't even ask you to be like, okay anymore. Cause we know who you are. <laughs> you know, it's just some things just please don't say, yeah. or just don't laugh. Like if, if you want to blame the last administration, we're used to you doing that. You do that about everything, but the laugh at the end, what's so funny about death? It, yeah. Like dude, I just, he, when he was running, it was that he was the president for all people and unity this and Republican and Democrat and, you know, coming together and yada, yada, yada. And he has he has been a heartless, racist, sexist for every single thing that you could think of. He's threatened us. He has. like He's threatened us numerous times. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with this man? He's threatened us with fighter jets at this point. Like, <laughs> what a president. <laughs> uh, what's next that's the only question i don't even think i want to see what's next so we're just gonna we're just gonna keep moving on here <laughs> our next topic gets even better because it's about this arizona teacher who's wearing cat ears in the photograph so i don't know if this is like i think i'm a cat and i have a litter box in the bathroom type of thing or she's just a freak that wears cat ears um so tal what are your thoughts on this cat teacher Okay, so, well, before we get into, like, the situation itself, I would just like to say that um, I personally am not a fan of Halloween, but I feel that if you're going to wear cat ears, um, you should be four years old on the 31st of October, dressing up as your favorite animal. That is the only time I want to see cat ears on you, okay? But um, anyways, she was basically saying that um, people with Christian values shouldn't be... um, having a contract with her school. It was a school board member. That's wild. Yeah, she said she claims that there is a teacher shortage, but um, she was reading the this Christian university's contract. And obviously in their contract, they had their Christian values and beliefs and stuff. And she was just 
crapping all over it and basically saying that it was really like, ridiculous. And they used the term disheartened when they were describing it. I thought that was really funny and ironic. Yeah, it's this is a strange one. I don't really like talking about cats or people who think they're cats or people who wear cat ears. Um, yeah, so we can have these freaks in schools. They can put the pride flag up on the <laughs> classroom wherever they want. Yeah. But yet a Christian teacher isn't allowed. They don't want them in the school. I'm so, sorry, but anyone with cat ears should not be making any decisions for anything whatsoever. That's for one. But also, this is just another example of how this is just a spiritual a spiritual war. This is ridiculous. Christian values, really, but your cat ears and your pronouns are fine. Yeah. And I think somebody's got to tell this lady because, I mean, in schools, there's this thing called the Pledge of Allegiance. Some, some places still do it. <laughs> But um, it's one nation under God, and you say that every morning. So to say you can't have Christian teachers when we literally say the Pledge of Allegiance, which is one nation under God, every single day, you get paid, and God we trust on the back of your money, okay? Mm -hmm. But yet you don't want to hire a Christian teacher because why? Because it would offend you? Because it would put the kids in a terrible position because they, they'd know the teachers would be normal, and they wouldn't try to make them some kind of, some kind of furry? Like, it's your sick agenda, and you don't want normal people in the way of it. Yeah, and she was um she was like reading examples of this contract too during her little rant of hers. Um, and like one of the things that bothered her was that they were living for Christ and stuff, and she was comparing it to like their contract where like everyone is included and yada yada yada. And I'm just like, that is like you're looking at a Christian university's contract and you are you're just like crapping all over their Christian views and values and I don't know what she expected to find on their contract. It was weird. <laughs> they look for problems to complain about because that's what they love to do. They love to complain. If, if everything's fine, they're not happy. They have to have something to complain about. They have problems. They have so many problems. You don't <laughs> yeah. need more. There's four people on that, on that school board that are transgender or gay members of the LGBT alphabet community. I don't freaking know. They have their problems. They're fine. <laughs> that's problems to most of us that's not problems to the one wearing cat ears <laughs> let's just clarify that's not problems to them so no, they got to find problems. more problems it's mental problems and, it, and it is they need help <laughs> yeah it's, it's problems for normal people so <laughs> you know <laughs> let's just hope uh they you know not all for people getting fired but you wear cat ears in the classroom you, you do all this let's hope that cat gets taken out of the classroom um Maybe back to the SPCA or something, you know, wherever that thing wants to go. Um, <laughs> but uh, back to the classroom, Missouri has now banned most LGBTQ talks inside a classroom. Yeah, I think that was awesome because usually how these things work are like one state does this and then all states like feed off of it. It's kind of like a, if you do it, I will type of situation. <laughs> you just need that one that one state to like act first. So I think this is a great sign, I hope these states start to we start to see progress after this for sure yeah freak talk needs to stay out of the classroom um yeah. there's no room for lgbtq ia plus whatever else is on the end of the alphabet because they make up a different gender and a different something every single day and they add to it um i, just, I mean look at their like, flag well, now and it's literally <laughs> like this and then this and like they're coming in from different angles because they don't have room on the flag anymore for more colors i know I know it's ridiculous. I don't know how it's like not embarrassing at this point. <laughs> it's just going to look like one of those, what the heck, like the stained glass things. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what it's going to look like soon. 
uh, the way that liberals act with the whole like alphabet community crap being taught in schools um it is ridiculous they act as if we are talking about how they need to be republican or how they need to be uh, conservative and how they need to like trump or something like this we are it's not political it's not and they, they act like it is. They're like, oh, conservatives are against teaching, you know, you know, conservatives are against having pedophiles as teachers. We're for it then. Yeah. That's what they do. <laughs> 100% for that. It's like whatever we, we are in support of, they are against it and vice versa. Like you don't even know what you're supporting or what you're not supporting. Yeah. We're just asking to, for our kids to go to school, you know, math you know, science, English, you know, the basic stuff, yeah. not your personal life and what you like to do in the bedroom because absolutely nobody cares. If you're a freak, we can tell that the kids know that we all were in school. We all know that one teacher that that was, uh, we'll just say gay to keep it friendly here. Um, <laughs> you, you can spot them a mile away. They don't have to tell us and we know what's about, like what they're about. Like, trust yeah. me. But the fact that they go on like lessons about LGBTQ now, and this is their talking points is the sick part. And it's like, there, there's absolutely no room for this in any school at all. You don't have classes sitting here. Well, oh, well, let's teach what a straight like relationship is like. You don't even learn that in school. So why are we forcing gayness on the kids? Let's be real and, here. And as wrong as it is, and I just think it's disgusting in all aspects, but if you want your kid to learn about that stuff, you as a parent, you teach it to them. You tell them about it then. Why would yeah. you want some stranger telling them about it anyways? That's weird. That's yeah. freaking weird. And, and like all these teachers, like there's some, somebody that was like, I don't know if they commit suicide or or if they're about to, but it was mm -hmm. like, it was like a very, it was like a kindergartner, like first grade or something. And the teacher was telling them to go by different pronouns. And I think it was like, whatever, it was a guy. And then they were saying it's a female, whatever. And Oh yeah, contemplated suicide. I yeah, heard about that. Because the teacher was literally telling them what to be. And then the mm -hmm. parents found out later. And it's like, this is what's happening in schools. So, you know, I'm glad that Missouri is finally doing something about it. And hopefully it has that domino effect to other states. This has been more of a virus than previous virus. <laughs> it really has. It's just getting worse and worse and worse and spreading to all these schools. Yeah. Homeschool your kids, everybody. <laughs> Homeschool your kids, guys. <laughs> well, now that we're done with the gay talk, that's too much of that. James <laughs> O'Keefe, you know, we all love him. He brought out the Pfizer whistleblower. So let me show you this clip real quick. Debbie from Pfizer, would you please come out here? I was worried that I would end up in a body bag or in a car accident. But um, I realize that the spirit of fear is not from the Lord. As a believer, I knew that I couldn't just sit there. I couldn't just sit there and watch people get lied to. People get gaslit. It made me angry. I think we all need to learn to not be fearful. To not be fearful. That's the key there. You know, like she said, she was fearful that uh, she'd end up in a body bag. You know, somebody was going to kill her. And let's be real here. We know what we know what the elitists do. We know what Pfizer is capable of. I mean, how many deaths do they have on their hands at this point? So it, it's not unordinary for somebody that speaks out against them to be feared, fearful for their life. Yeah, I really like that she said that the spirit of fear isn't from the Lord. 
I think there was a ton of people of, at CPAC and I hope that everyone took that message to heart because she's right. Fear is a spirit. Depression is a spirit. And all of, all those things are spirits. And I think that it's really important that she realized that. I think that was a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, it was a great sight to see that somebody was willing to speak out against the evil that did not fear anymore, that just enough was enough. You couldn't sit back and listen anymore. And hopefully a speech like this encourages more to speak out. You know, there's Pfizer's a very big company. You know, they have more employees that have been sitting there. And sometimes all it takes is that one person to speak out. And then everybody's like, all right, well, if they did, it, I can do it. So hopefully there's yeah. more to come. Hopefully. You know, it, it's encouraging. It really is. Um, James O'Keefe, though, gets uh, fired, I guess we can say, or kicked out of his own company. <laughs> and then within... I don't know, a couple weeks. He's already got a Pfizer whistleblower out here. Like Project yes. Veritas is like is like dead. People see their posts and they're like, don't care. You just reminded me to unfollow. Yeah. <laughs> James O'Keefe is out here doing more work by himself again already. That was a great first appearance after that, for sure. <laughs> like yeah. we said, Project Veritas is not Project Veritas without James O'Keefe. So, and he proved it with that alone. Yeah, I mean... I've seen their videos. I haven't watched a single one. Maybe that's, you know, not the smartest thing for me, but like, I don't care. You did him wrong. I don't, I don't care what you're saying. Now I'll find if there's actual legit information, somebody else will reshare and I'll read somebody else's post. You're not getting my like, I'm not reading your post. Project Veritas is dead to me. So yeah. It, and anyone that's credible has seemed to have been leaving that company. So I really don't care about Project Veritas anymore. Mm. But uh, James O'Keefe got a shout out. From the man himself. Yeah. President Trump, you know. Orange so did man Zeldin. Bad. I was so happy that he gave a shout out to Zeldin. But that I'm biased because. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little biased. A little biased. But yeah, his speech was amazing. His speech was so good. And yeah. he, you know, said the stuff that he usually says. But then he added a, a lot more. Plus, he said some things that I personally needed to hear him say because I feel like he has been a little soft on certain topics, and it was really nice hearing him speak out about transgenderism and stuff like that. I needed to hear that. Yeah, he wants to uh, put an end to that in all 50 states. Mm -hmm. um, I also enjoyed him going back when it's ran about all these illegals. There's nothing better than Trump saying he's going to deport <laughs> them all. <laughs> yeah. every branch every power he's got is mass immigration kick him out we're sending him back and he went on his rant of well these countries didn't want to take him before so then i told him i'd stop funding them and then they called and said they'll take them all back and then he was like and actually i still never sent them their money back i was like yeah that's that the was most so good. thing ever <laughs> he slips in these jokes through his speeches and they're all so funny i love his speeches though because just the way he talks, I feel like it really does give you, like, hope. Yeah. Just because, I mean, like, we already know the type of person that he is. Or, you know, but I think that was that was one of his best speeches. And I've watched a lot of them. <laughs> two hours. It was a two-hour speech at CPAC. And, yeah. I mean, let's be real. Let's compare him and Biden. Biden falls asleep in two minutes. He can't walk upstairs. Trump was making fun of him for falling off his bike and how the media wouldn't catch him. And they all just laughed at him, which... I also found very funny. I was laughing along with that as well. It's like, yeah, they let this guy fall over because he's an embarrassment. And nobody wants to help him. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing he said was baby bonuses. 
who yeah. has a baby boom. <laughs> that was good. Oh, that was a good one. Um, populations going down in this country. Um, you can thank Pfizer for that one too. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, Trump definitely was the highlight of CPAC. There's a lot of losers there. Um, you had Nikki, not black, not white, but different Haley. But different. Yeah, she's different. All right. 3%. She's really scaring people. Um, like we said, Ron got 20% and like it, it was Trump event. Everybody was there for Trump. So glad he stole yeah. the show with the speech. Yeah, that was definitely that was definitely the best speech there. How the hell does Nikki Haley even get a spot to speak? She got I a spot know. to speak. I deserve a spot to speak. We should do a live show there because that's what annoys me though about those events. I'm sorry. That's that's what really annoys me. Yeah, and they let drag queens in the event too. So <laughs> well, I mean, if those drag queens want to vote for Trump and then <laughs> okay. No, I think that we should we should have like drag queens and like the little circle with the, the little line through it over on like posters. Yeah. Oh man. I, I'm just like, yeah, sure, you can you can vote for him if you want to, but yeah, this whole big tent conservatism thing, you see, I'm not in it with the, the transgenders can like vote for the tent, but stay outside the tent, if you know what yeah. I mean. Like Yeah, yeah. Gladly take your vote to get Trump back in office, but uh stay away from me and I don't support you. Yeah, that was another thing too, the the paper ballots he was talking about and same day voting. Yeah, that's a, that's a must. That was yeah. Too many weak governors in, in our in our country though, because they, well, they should I, be in this. I do think that was one of the reasons why Selton is not our governor right now. Heartbroken. Yeah, to say the least. Kathy Hochul, <laughs> you, you love her though, so it's it's all right. <laughs> I thought I was going to see her at that event that I was at earlier this week because... <laughs> man that would have been great you could have got a picture of Kathy Hochul I mean your life would have been yeah. set like you honestly what what better thing could have happened yeah 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 <laughs> um <laughs> for everyone listening i went to um this event i had to i was forced to um by my school but it was that Letitia james um like 100 years of women's voting that should have never happened but we'll save that for a different episode <laughs> and i was forced to sit through a bunch of pro-choice activist speeches and yada 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 and i felt like i was in a room full of murderers because i was yeah. but um but Letitia James started off her speech basically saying that she had elsewhere to be and she um she had other places to be and that Kathy Hochul is in Suffolk County and she <laughs> needed to go there. So she needed to leave the event that was dedicated to her. So <laughs> Well, I'm glad you had a good time there. And I'm glad you got to see Letitia James because she's a real icon for women and she's a really good look for all of New York in general. Um it was the worst night of my life for anyone wondering. <laughs> I bet it was. Yeah. There was like 500 like attorneys and judges there and then there was Talia and she was suffering. <laughs> That's like <laughs> But yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 keep it moving.
<laughs> so back to CPAC away from the whole New York conference, even though that sounded more fun than CPAC. Um, Michael Knowles, what a guy. He yeah. said transgenderism should be eradicated. So we got this clip for you. Listen to what he says. And then you you be the judge if whether the headline's correct or what Michael Knowles actually said is correct. <laughs> there can be no middle way in dealing with transgenderism. It is all or nothing. If transgenderism is true, if men really can become women, then it's true for everybody of all ages. If transgenderism is false, as it is, if men really can't become women, as they cannot, then it's false for everybody, too. And if it's false, then we should not indulge it, especially since that indulgence requires taking away the rights and customs of so many people. If it is false, then for the good of society, and especially for the good of the poor people who have fallen prey to this confusion, transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely. The whole preposterous ideology at every level. So as you can see, he said that transgenders should be eradicated. Just kidding. That's what the headline says. But... <laughs> That's what we might be thinking. No. What? what? <laughs> Who said that? No, but that was that was nice to hear also. That was one of the one of the top speeches there. Um he said that transgenderism as a whole should be eradicated and it should because why should people be living a lie? Why should we have to abide by this lie? Why should like we just go around and pretend you know what we do live in a time now where if you wanted to like pretend that you were a tree we would be like forced to pretend you're a tree also be jailed if we don't agree or call you your tree trunk pronouns and whatever else tree trunk. <laughs> that's what i thought of first but like we live in scary times right now and i think it's really important that like we steer away from the lies because we are going down a deep hole right now that we yeah. are not gonna be able to climb ourselves out of and these people are weird um i don't ever mince my words they're freaks they're weird they yeah. need help we need to stop lying to them. You know, just because I don't like them doesn't mean that they don't deserve help. And we're mm -hmm. doing them a disservice by telling them that there's something that they think they are, even though that they're not. So instead of confirming something that's false, we should get them the mental help that they need because it's obviously a mental disorder and they, they need that help. You know, and we we're literally get put, getting these people as young as 10 years old, seven years old. I mean, how, uh, how low will they go now? I mean, soon enough, there will probably be a story out there on like an infant because the parents will say, well, the child couldn't speak, but it just, it wasn't the right, it wasn't in the right body. That yeah, like it was crying. Soon. It was yeah. crying. <laughs> it was crying. So obviously something was wrong. So we had to change its gender. You know, yeah. that'll be the next story. So like, we're literally ruining people's lives to where they're driven to suicide because <clears throat> you let them go through this chemical castration. You let these guys chop it off and go be a, a woman now and, and it ruins people's lives and we're we're literally telling them that's normal that's okay no we need to help these people better than that things are so twisted now we live in a time where we will not label transgenderism as a mental illness but we will fight to label pedophilia as one yeah wild times what in the world oh wow yeah but uh Michael Knowles, he, he's speaking out on this. Um, I don't like many Daily Wire hosts. I've made that clear. Yeah. Michael Knowles, what he did, I respect him for that. Matt Walsh is somebody that's also strong on the subject. So those two, I'll give him credit because they're kind of 
almost leading the fight on transgenderism right now. So well, because I feel like a, a lot of these people, you know, they touch upon subjects that all conservatives are concerned about, but a lot of people steer away from the alphabet mafia and the whole transgenderism BS and, and the schools and the teachers being pedophiles. They stay away from those because they don't want to lose followers. They don't want to lose votes and stuff like that. So I, I have a lot of respect for people like him. This topic is the most harsh to cover. Doesn't matter if you're podcasting, you make TikToks, you're on Instagram, you just want to speak at a school board meeting. It doesn't matter. This topic is the one that will get you banned. It will get you silenced. It could cost you your job. It could cost you everything because the alphabet mafia is the most severe in terms of feedback punishment for you. Like they literally will try to ruin your life. You talk about any other topic, whether it's Pfizer, we can talk about Pfizer. Yeah, you might get some post banned, something taken down. You're not going to lose your job most of the time if you talk about a vaccine. You try to talk about this mafia, they're coming for you. Yeah. It's it, discrimination. It's transphobic or homophobic or whatever the heck phobic. I don't. <laughs> I think we need a different word for them because, like, you could be homophobic and, like, not scared of gay people. I think it's weird that we use that or like, transphobic. Not scared of gay like, people at all. Not scared of you. Like, I literally just think that you are living a lie. But. <laughs> little confused upstairs not scared of you just yeah. a little confused <laughs> they're the ones confused upstairs i'm yeah. doing fine <laughs> no not, not you <laughs> uh yeah but um yeah hopefully michael knowles keeps us up i mean i've been looking at his twitter page he's been going out he's defending himself apparently rolling stone and a couple other news articles are saying that he's trying to get rid of transgender people which he's not trying to kill transgender people He's trying yeah, like, to kill the false ideology of transgenderism. There's a big difference. And apparently people, they don't they don't realize that. Yeah, they should really tread lightly though. These, you know, like Rolling Stone and everyone like we're we're saying over here that the media is fake. Everything that they share with people is absolute BS. They twist stories and they they manipulate and everything. And like times like these, I feel like maybe like don't twist a story like that bad like really yeah like you just lost all credibility that you will never had but like you might have had like a few people read your stuff now but like all credibility gone gone because i am so sure that anyone who reads a headline like that that absurd is gonna try to look for the video at least you know all you gotta do is listen i mean it's, it's right there it's a 50 second clip doesn't take long for people to realize, hey, they definitely like misquoted what he said. They are taking this out of proportion. Like they are trying to literally ruin this guy. Like they do everybody yeah. else. Yeah. It's not going to work though. People have had enough of it. I mean, I don't know what the percentage is. Very low percentage for the alphabet mafia. People are going to get fed up with it. They're going to say enough is enough. And then eventually it all come crumbling down, whether, you know, might take a while, you know, these things don't happen overnight, but if eventually people get fed up with this, this crap enough and they'll be done with it. Yeah. I actually, I've been seeing um, some liberals on Instagram reels and they were first talking about the whole Hershey's incident, Hershey's getting canceled, but also talking about how all these like advertisements for these companies, like makeup products and stuff like that, like they're all gay people and like people are starting to get fed up, like even from the left. And I'm like, Hmm. Welcome. Welcome. Because even these liberal girls are like, why is this man promoting makeup products? The percentage of men that wear makeup products is very little. 
And like, okay, so the percentage of gay people is smaller than the percentage of straight people, right? But then you're yeah. going to even narrow that down further and you're going to go with gay people that wear makeup. So the audience that you're reaching with these advertisements is just that big, probably. So it's nice to see that liberals are awakening a little bit. Yeah, it'd be nice if they did a little quicker. Like I said, it doesn't happen overnight, but a little quicker would be nice, you know, just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> like before like the election. <laughs> yeah. Go woke, go broke, Hershey's, go broke. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Women's History Month, having a man in the commercial. Great job, yeah, guys. You guys thought that through well. So such a great job. I think that women should not have a history month. I'd agree. I don't think black people honest. should have a history month. I don't think women should have a history month. I don't think men should have a history month. I don't think anyone think, should have a history month. I think that if they were going to go this whole like history month thing, first of all, these months are just to remind people that there was there was inequality and get everyone fighting again, right? It's just to like bring up racism or bring up sexism or whatever. But um, I think that if we wanted to like start the women's history month BS, I think that men should have gotten a history month, considering they're responsible for most of the things that have happened. <laughs> Like the constitution and stuff. Like the heck did we do? We cried about having <laughs> to be mothers. <laughs> like, please send us to work so we could also be mothers and work. And oh my gosh. There if I go. was there, if I was there, oh my gosh. <laughs> Things would have been a little different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not celebrating women's history. <laughs> well, just started, so you got the rest of the month to celebrate it. And you gotta get a little celebration in. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a long month. I feel like this is going to be a topic <laughs> that comes up again. Yeah. Well, everyone, make sure you rumble this video before uh, you hop out of here. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, share it to a friend. It would definitely help us grow. Um, hit us up on Instagram at Official Rhino Show if you've got any comments, thoughts, anything you want to tell us, any stories you want us to cover, anything, just topic, reach out to us. Yeah, like topic ideas or if you want to come on as a guest or something, anything. Yeah always there to have that conversation just reach out to us so other than that everyone take care be safe and we'll see you next week bye